Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome Tuesday, Lori and Julia show. My talk 1071, everything entertainment. We have found our way to the studios by way of the secret passageway. Under the Hubbard building, and we have to do that because the uh, the paparazzi is oh, right. getting out of hand, yeah, so right. we have to go oh, to the secret God. entrance. Yeah. Oh, so mm. many people I hanging know. around. It's ridiculous. All right, it's Tuesday. It's uh, feeling very Seattle in the studio when I look out the window. Because <laughs> it's warmish. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, and it's it's going like, to it's gonna be warm and gray for a few days here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, it's okay. Yeah, I can. Did you see that? Uh, oh, maybe I gave it to Julia. The, hmm. the gloomiest. Don't, oh, I'm okay. sorry. No, you didn't give that to me. So tell us. Oh, I thought I gave it to you. Nope. One of those surveys, quote yeah. unquote, the gloomiest city in the United States is Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Yes. Followed by Portland. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. yesterday. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, they do have a, a perpetual rain cloud. <laughs> Take your vitamin D. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Thus the Emerald City nickname. Lots of green. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, so... Um, yes, dear. Casey comes home last night, and he's like, what are you watching? I want to watch... He wanted to watch some political show, and I said, I'm 20 minutes into the talks. Goodbye to the Donnie Marie show in Las Vegas, and I'm not leaving the big television because this is like being in Vegas for the concert. It was the best. It was so good. Lori, what did you say, though, when Marie finally got to the good point yesterday? Well, there were so many good points. There were several teary points yesterday, and not in that one clip that they played of her sitting in the theater. <laughs> we got, like, be- there were better audio clips that we, we could have played, but... Oh. Um, it, it was, was so good. They are five decades. Donnie and Marie have worked together, and well, it, we saw like I we know. were seeing the show. They actually played, played like, probably like thirty-five minutes of the show of the show. Yeah, yep. they really did. It was amazing, and we got to see their final, you know, their performance. And and Eve t- didn't know one song. It was kind of funny watching Eve watch yeah. it because yeah. she's one of the um, moderators or hosts on the talk mm-hmm. on the talk, and she was like. Trying to sing along because it kept shooting to her, and I'm like, just don't. She doesn't know what they're singing. Yeah, but it, they're good. They're was, so professional. They're so good. It was. I love that. It's really a coup that they got Marie to be on that oh, show. She, and of course, look what she's giving them in return. Everything. You know, they had that whole show, and Cheryl Underwood. She'll have to arm wrestle us uh, for the. You know, biggest Donny Osmond fan, but I know I, it. Just sitting, sitting and watching it, I did. I couldn't even erase it off the no, DVR because I, I might want to watch it. again. I took notes. Yeah, I took notes. They've have Donny and Marie have um, more 
something than Celine and Elvis. Oh, more Las Vegas appearances than Celine and Elvis put together. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Blood is thicker than water. Yeah. Because they like to fight, but they always get it up. Donnie's got exciting new news. A new album will be coming out soon. Right. Marie got her in the the years that they've been years have been about 11 years that mm-hmm. they've been there. She said she got her life back. Um, she had a very horrible second marriage and um, got remarried to the first guy she married. Right. So that was good. Um, they have so many different genres that they the, can the sing covers. and perform. Oh, it was just good. It Music was just is powerful. A, I called my mom. I said, did you cry? She's like, yep, I cried. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, when Marie, she hurt her knee so many times, I think, in the last two years. I feel like she's got a chip in front, a chip in back, everything. But she wore these black platinum over-the-knee stiletto boots that I want yeah. immediately. She wore those when I saw her in May. That white um, sequin yeah. fringed gown she wears with those black patent leather over-the-knee boots. She wears amazing shoes, and they're all five or six inches. I couldn't even believe... They were hot. And she... Yeah, it's just... Anyway. It was really good. It was really good. I was glad that they that they gave him the whole... Show. The whole hour, and that they flew them to Vegas. They and rode I mean, on the Ferris wheel. Remember when we stayed there? We went to interview them, and the Ferris wheel was right outside our window. It was just being, being built, finished. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was quite yeah. open. Oh, Have you ever been on that? No, I refuse to go. I don't want to be, be trapped stuck in it for an hour. In a I don't want to be wheel. trapped. And I guess no. it takes like an hour to go around, and you order ahead of time, and mm. it probably is kind of fun. But I don't know, maybe. Maybe one day I'll do it when I don't feel like walking. <laughs> I'm going to take you back to uh, Mall, oh, yeah. Mall of America. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Remember this? This is Donny Osmond, and I love hanging out with Laurie and Julia on FM 107.1. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> that was a long oh, time ago. And, and the very long first time, time I got ago. in trouble here was when we stole Donny from across the hall. That's right. Do you right. remember? And, yeah. and he came in here, and he had his hotel key. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we wanted him to leave his key. We thought we, we had died and gone to I heaven. still remember what I was wearing. <laughs> I do too. Harley Davidson motorcycle jacket and a like a motorcycle hat kind of a thing because I didn't wash my hair that day. Mm-hmm. I had a ski sweater that was red Very with a nice. blue stripe and a white stripe and a, and a zip. <laughs> so preppy. <laughs> and I had brown hair. Christopher Hopkins had dyed my hair brown. I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Wow. This is Donny Osmond and Lori and Julia are crazy. <laughs> That's true, Donny. Oh, we had fun with him. We did. Oh, well, he's got, they'll be together. They'll perform again together, yeah. but that's over. Yeah, it was just. I'm was, glad we were lucky enough to see it and experience. They're good people. Yeah. And if you watched the talk yesterday, you kind of, if you never got to see Donny Marie in Las Vegas. You got to see the show. You got to see at least a half hour of an hour and a half show. So that was kind of fun. Mm -hmm. All right, listen, when we uh, come back, it's our story. We can't get enough of Is it because of a history?
everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, if you're binge watching The Crown right now, you're probably saying too bad Princess Anne isn't the firstborn. Because <laughs> I guess teenage Princess Anne in the third episode is quite a badass. Ooh, really? Oh, yeah. Mm. And she is, remember, the hardest working royal. And the family, the person who is not the hardest working uh, royal and the follow continues over the Prince Andrew interview, which will go down as one as the one of the biggest colossal blunders ever in PR anything royal or not. Now the queen has people coming out and saying she didn't know that he was going to sit down for 50 Mm. minutes with the forensic reporter is what they're calling it in the telegraph. The headlines over there today are Andrew out in the cold. Another one says Andrew, the net is closing around him. That's right. And Um, uh, both all three of the morning shows did cover it. I have a hard time watching ABCs when I know they you sat know, on the yeah. Amy Robach Epstein story. But here is uh, the Today Show about okay. how the follow is continuing from this Prince Andrew uh, BBC interview where he was trying to explain away his long, long time friendship with uh, the convicted pedophile sex offender mm-hmm. Jeffrey Epstein. Outside of Buckingham Palace, all is calm. But this morning, the UK remained shaken by one of the biggest royal scandals in years. One headline reading, The Rise and Fall of a Party Prince. I never have really parted. In his widely criticized interview with the BBC, Prince Andrew denied allegations he had sex with Virginia Roberts Jufri, seen here in a photo with him. I have no recollection of ever meeting this lady. None whatsoever. Prince Andrew linked to Jeffrey Epstein and Jufri's defamation lawsuit against Ghislaine Maxwell, Epstein's one-time girlfriend. Jufri claiming Epstein directed her to have sex with the prince on three separate occasions in 2001 when she was 17, including the night the photo was allegedly taken. She told Savannah about their first encounter in an exclusive interview. What happened? The first time in London, I was so young. Keelan woke me up in the morning and said, you're going to meet a prince today. I didn't know at that point that I was going to be trafficked to that prince. Okay, so um, and one of the things that's coming up from his interview is that, you know, the no recollection, he has inactive sweat glands, he doesn't party, and Twitter brought the receipts of him sweating and partying in all kinds of places. Another 50 minutes they let him grill her. They gave him access for 50 solid minutes. And he minutes. said all this stuff on camera. Now, I the, know. the royal courtiers judge your nail polish and how you drink your flipping tea. <laughs> the story now is uh, that Sarah Ferguson was his number one advisor to do this interview because she thought it would get have him get ahead of the scandal, oh. clear the air. And that's also why the PR crisis manager quit after just one month because he disagreed vehemently. Yes. Other people are saying Andrew's private secretary of 15 years talked him into into this. this. But what's happened, just like when anyone tries to justify and uh, explain and complain. Over-explain something that's wrong, they're they're more guilty. They look guilty and they are guilty. Other people come forward. Here's another one. Oh, gosh. The prince suggesting the photo with her was doctored. I am not one to, um, as it were, hug and um, public displays of affection are not something that, that I do. 
Britain's Daily Mail suggesting otherwise, <laughs> with a string of photos that it says are of Prince Andrew. We're staying at the house of yes. a convicted sex offender. <laughs> it was a convenient place to stay. Ah. On Monday, a new alleged victim who says she was sexually abused by Epstein when she was 15 years old said it was impossible for those around him not to know what was going on. It is upsetting to me to think that anyone who is closely associated with Jeffrey Epstein might argue that they didn't suspect that he might have been sexually abusing children. The woman calling on Prince Andrew to give a statement to the FBI under oath. The prince has already faced consequences for his relationship with Epstein, with corporate sponsors reportedly reconsidering their relationship with the prince's work to support entrepreneurs. Students at a British university where Prince Andrew serves as chancellor also reportedly pushing for him to step down. Ah. Yet the prince is stopping short of saying he regrets knowing Epstein. Do you regret the whole friendship with Epstein? Um, uh, now, uh, still not. And the reason being is that, that the, the people that I met um, and the opportunities that I was given to learn, um, either by him or because of him, were actually very useful. How dumb is he? <laughs> Uh, that's just dumb. That is Why a mortifyingly dumb that answer. Is, be, what yeah. he's saying is no, because I've met so many other rich people that would invest me in their my jets and my yeah, company. Yeah, and all in this. my company, he's going to lose everything. It is, and more. And then uh, we didn't even get to this. What the hell thing he said again when Emily Maitlis from the BBC asked him again if there's any way he could have had sex with any of the girls under Epstein's detainment which is a mortifying enough question Andrew's response was this we don't have it so I have to read it no and without putting too fine a point on it if you're a man it is a positive act to have sex with somebody you have to take some sort of positive action and so therefore if you try to forget it it's very difficult to try and forget a positive action and i do not remember anything what the heck what does, does that, that mean? mean he's basically he's talking about how you good sex feels how and, good sex yes. feels is what it's, and a, it's positive a positive act. thing sex is great and why would you ever black not when remember a sex act and when something feels yeah. as good as sex it's hard to forget how good it feels uh-huh. he's saying this on camera oh, so he really but they're saying he we haven't heard him speak much i mean prince charles wants to distance himself but I believe this is who he is. Well, totally. He, his, he is a he is a major disaster. He is a royal doofus <laughs> in the British royal. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
family. And he went to Her Majesty on Sunday and told her what a great success the interview was. That's why yesterday when she was riding her horse at Windsor, she looked so dejected. Well, let me tell you who's pulled out. Okay, so... Um, Interesting. Oh, I didn't mean to say it that way. I mean, out of his pitch and palace, which is his business startup project, hundred thousand dollar, hundred thousand pound year sponsorship from KPMG, which is a huge accounting firm, Mm -hmm. insurance giant Aon asked to be removed from the website and drug maker, la 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 reviewing the relationship, children's charities and schools linked to Prince Andrew also in disarray today right. as they distance himself from Prince Andrew. He is just a string of other major companies and charities examining their links after his extraordinary TV interview. Well, and he, you're so right because like when he said he doesn't party, then all these photos yeah, of him partying parties, and you know PDA, all these women yeah. kissing him and hanging on him. And then the National Society for the Prevention of the Cruelty of Children, which is an organization yep. in the UK, which Prince Andrew name checked in his interview as somebody he was doing good for as if somehow that is a good thing um uh he said he he goes well you have to remember what that at the time i was patron of the full stop campaign so i knew what was going on anyway they've made it clear that he last was with them in 2009 and issued a press release yeah about um, it so, I mean, for years they have insisted that he's innocent and his claims were taken at face challenge, not challenge, because he didn't do any in interviews. Now his explanations are being thoroughly considered and and reconsidered and they're found wanting. And so the investigation is going to close in on him. I it feel, is. It, it, I feel like he flamed the, like he put some oxygen yes. into the flames. Bad the flames. Yes. yes. Way, yeah. uh, prosecutors in France said Andrew should travel to Paris to face questions about his stay at the mansion flat that Epstein owned. Right. Labor and Lib Dems added to the pressure to Andrew with um, people calling him it, that he needs to give more to the American investigations. Yeah. He also has um, a fresh controversy for allegedly using the n-word that he used in buckingham palace to oh, another oh, government oh, official yeah. he's really in trouble i mean in the and and then, and then uh his private secretary is trying to um you know say no you know she just was one of the uh, several ears that he was listening to about doing this interview but uh the his Duke, kids want to kill Here's him. my favorite quote. The okay. Duke is not very quick on his feet. So uh, <laughs> why they put him up to this interview is beyond anybody's uh, belief. Even BBC Newsnight was flabbergasted that they had 50 minutes. It's like, that's a lot of time. Yeah. All right. If I only had a brain. Yeah, Johnny. <laughs> we'll be right back.
everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Meghan Markle is the world's most powerful dresser. Anytime she wears something, she's got the number one search I, She's inquiries. got the number one search. 219% increase uh, on traffic of whatever she is wearing. Uh, so, Timothy like Chalamet this. is number two. Well, this is from um, Global Fashion Search yeah. Platform List, LYST. They collect data including sales, page views, global media coverage, and social media mentions. Right. To generate finding the year's biggest trends. And like you said, Meghan Markle was number one after she was third last year. Timothy Ch- Chalamet, I kind of love that. I, I kind of love that. Well, he's beautiful. Zendaya. Zendaya, 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 Billie Eilish, Eilish. Cardi B, Lisa, who's from uh, K-pop, Lisa from Blackpink, Kylie Jenner, Lizzo, Harry Styles, and Billy Porter round out. I think it it is a good list. Kate, uh, the Duchess of Cambridge, is uh, like number 11, but Donnie did post a photo of her. She loves lace, but this might be her best lace She looks absolutely gorgeous in this black lace dress. It's beautiful. Yeah. I do love the nude mm. underlay, whatever matches your yeah. skin co- tone with the bu- with black lace over. It's beautiful. She might like buttons over lace, but um, she looks hot. She does look really pretty. She in looks that. hot in that. Uh, yeah, I like it. Anyway, I so like that's it. a little. And then, um, did you ever read that book, Daisy Jones and the Six? I read it last year on on. Uh, uh, a November vacation. I remember you telling us how good it was. It was <sighs> about a seventies. Black band, but it's made up, but it was so good. It, yeah, it read like a memoir, like your Elton John oh, memoir. Gosh. Okay, so it reads, I finished. it reads like a memoir. Daisy Jones is telling about her life, and it's kind of like a Fleetwood Mac-ish kind of a band, but it is a fictional novel, but it's just how the story is told. And so, it's based in the 70s. Based in yeah. the 70s. Great we era. knew that Amazon had optioned it, and now... We have uh, the casting for who's going to play Daisy Jones of Daisy Jones and the Six. Riley Keough, who is Elvis Presley's granddaughter. Lisa Marie's daughter. That we saw in the Girlfriend Experience on Stars. Mm. Mad Max. Yep. We first saw her in The Runaways. That's right. With Kristen Stewart and Dakota Fanning. She was the other gal. And uh, Magic Mike. She was in the first Magic Mike. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay, so I think that's, and it's on Amazon. She can sing. Oh, yeah. She's born to sing. She's got the look. Yeah, she does. I'm very excited for her. So I don't know who's going to play Billy Dunn, who is sort of like the... Um, Rockstar boyfriend. But he's with somebody else, but they have this burning chemistry, chemistry together. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's got to be somebody really hot right. and about her age. Right. Did we not interview Taylor Jenkins Reid about Daisy Jones? Yes, we did. I thought it looked familiar. Yeah. I'm pretty we, sure we talked to I her. did. I wasn't here then. Oh, maybe well, you I could be wrong. Yeah. No, I don't we didn't. Wrong. You read it. We No, I you read, the read book. it on your vacation. Oh, right. I have it. Okay. No, we didn't. You, did you might have right. gotten me a copy. And you she did. I not have been doing interviews. Because we didn't interview yeah. her because you came back. Just you, That was your first book that yeah. you just loved. It was so good. So anyway, it'll be on Amazon next Sometime. year. But it will be a good Okay, um, so I watched... So I the fifth episode on Apple Plus, which is my computer at home these days, of the morning show. The karaoke one. It's so fascinating and true. The behind-the-scenes manipulation that goes on in in, in organizations in general. Because mm-hmm. we've worked at big ones, we've worked at smaller ones. I mean, here we're pretty 
isolated. We have our own little corner here. Yeah. We can't cause much trouble or get in trouble. Get get in trouble. Mm -hmm. Um, But at our bigger corporations that we both have worked at, um, it's interesting how the gossip starts and how the manipulation starts behind the scenes. It's well, gossip works to the good and the bad. Yes, gossip is good and bad. Good and yes. bad in a corporation. And one of the things I remember you and I, you had already golfed, but we realized at Carlson Companies, we need to know how to play golf because there's so much business that happens on the golf course. And it's gossiping, schmoozing. Absolutely. It's all of that. And but, but in random today, it is the business... Golf 2.0, and I'm going to tell you about that because it's changing. But you're right. Uh, But it was to me, it's fascinating how just manipulation of people in different structures. And if you don't invite someone to a meeting, it's on purpose, and you don't want them there. Mm -hmm. And I thinking about other people that don't invite people and invite some people, even though they should be there. There, you know, it's it's fascinating to me that that show is so good. Yeah, Yeah, it makes me. Especially the last couple of weeks, again, juxtaposed over this whole Amy Robach hot mic thing over having the Epstein story since 2015. It made me want to see an episode of the morning after that hot mic story dropped. I wanted to see on set what was going on. Well, George, George and, and Robin. Robin. Mm-hmm. And I think, Michael, and remember, they, I told you how stern-faced they, we both watched it because yes. we thought they would address it right away. Well, ABC had said they were going to. They did. They did, and she, they did, and nothing, and nothing on any of the networks. So I'd love to be a fly in the wall and yeah. know exactly what kind of, They like, were stone-faced. Loud. They looked yes. like they hadn't slept. Like, what are we going to do with this? Now they're going to fire Amy over something she really didn't, you know. So, who's the leak? Right. It was just, that's a fast, it's fascinating. And also it would give credibility, or they would have a valid point and say, listen, you know, we have the media already being attacked. It's up to us to be journalists and report on it. The Today Show had to do it with Matt Lauer. They did. I mean, you know, I, they because I I feel like CBS both, did it with Charlie Rose. That's right, mm-hmm. and so it, it it's it's different. I, to the extent the that it isn't show, about one of their lead anchors. Come on. Still, it's this huge story that right. they sat on. It, right. uh, they did all the reporting about how NBC, uh, you know, protected Matt Lauer mm-hmm. over the Harvey Weinstein. So I just can, I, I felt like this could be an episode because totally. of oh, yeah. what's going yeah. on backstage because the morning show is presented to you as a cup of coffee and your family and a cinnamon bun. You know, oh, just it, and here's a little bit of the news backstabbing, the manipulation, yeah. the whisper in my ear. Yeah. Oh, and then that Billy Crudup. Crudup, he's really good. He is, very he is awesome. a nasty, slimy, slimy Ooh, man yeah. planting things yeah. everywhere. It's it's fascinating yeah. to me. I know. Okay, so Steve Carell. He's so he's good. good. It's a I mean, good. That, not to give anything away, yeah. but don't. When, when he comes back to the newsroom, that scene. Yeah, oh, I know. He's powerful. Whoa. It's a good show. It is a good show. I, I don't know why the critics hated it so much. I, I, I or they didn't it. all hate it, but no, it they wasn't didn't. a universal thing. And then, uh, are you guys still watching The Watchmen? Uh, no. No? Julia? Mm-mm. Okay, so. After the second one, I dropped out. I oh, can't me too. follow it. I love it. Yeah, we're back to like okay you because are? what's her name? Jean Smart from Designing Women. Yes, is is on the show and she makes everything better. I mean, I don't care if it's twenty four 
or that crazy show, Fargo. Donnie, that we watched um, on FX Legion. Oh, he yeah. just makes <laughs> everything yeah. great. And uh, the story is, it's worth keeping it watching. Is. Just kind of let go like uh, we did with Game of Thrones. Uh, so what if you don't know everything that's going on? <laughs> just let the story kind of float along, you know, like you're... The third episode is really hard. You just keep so going just, if you can. Right. But during, during, so we had DVR'd it on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Ray Donovan was great. Oh, I haven't watched it. So good. Cause okay. I think that's the last episode it, of Ray Donovan. The last season. Last season. But it is really, really good. And it came back and it's. Okay, good. Good. Okay, so during Sun the Watchmen, mm-hmm. during the Watchmen, we see a trailer. And I was meaning to, you know, uh, asked Donnie to see if I'm like what I see Hugh Laurie but you can barely recognize him until towards the end of the trailer okay and this cuckoo for Cocoa Puff show Donnie mm-hmm. posted it yep. it's called Avenue 5 it's going to be on HBO and it's from the person who created Veep it's and a comedy it's a comedy yeah. yep. he is the captain of a luxury space cruise that goes it's like a cruise ship in space yeah but it, it's got gore it, things don't go according to plan so it's thinking of the future that we'll be cruising around in galaxies. Yes. Um, and look out your left. We're just passing the Mars. S- Saturn. Yeah. yeah. Right. Anyway, it, it's an eight-week journey, and but the ship has technical difficulties. And, of course, they have all these high-end customers. So it kind of sounds like that soapy show hotel i love it <laughs> or the one i think we, it's gonna be funny yeah oh i'm here for this yeah. i am too yeah. it, it, i think it's a half is it a half hour donnie comedy uh i don't know it didn't mention but how it starts it in is. january yeah. it look it looks kind of good oh yeah but it's posted today if you want to check it's it out posted. Yep. boy mm-hmm. that's the future the cruise ship in the galaxy yeah <laughs> i'm glad that we're not going to have to have a choice of taking that if by water or by yeah by by, star. i'm i'm not i'm not <laughs> I, I know I wouldn't do that because of exactly what you're going to see on this show. One little technical glitch, and you might be There's floating. not a parachute that can save you That's from that That's right. Eye. You might be with all those people on your cruise ship for the rest of time <laughs> immemorial. But look at Poseidon Adventure. They Ex- were on with all each other. Right. And look at how that turned out. But think about the frequent flyer miles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. I got a million on that last trip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so Leah Remini, she won a little over. Award. She's going to get something at the Paramount Studios lot. There's a new award uh, called the Truth to Power Award. So she's getting yeah. it. For uh, what? Her Scientology show. Leah yeah. Remini and Scientology in the Aftermath. I love it because it's to honor the, those who show immense bravery in holding the powerful to account regardless of the consequences. And that's what she did against Scientology in the Aftermath. She, she stood really her did. ground. Katie took the first kick in, yeah. kicked in the wall. And then Lee Remini really just charged through. She did. It's good. It is I liked good. it a lot. I wonder if Tom Cruise and all those guys realize how much of their money goes to fund the, lawsuits. Well, can I just tell you? Protection. Every time I, I have a doctor that's in the Scientology, you know, the old science museum that's the Scientology yeah. Center. I've never seen, seen one body. Just the lights alone. <laughs> how do they light Weird. it up? And I almost want to go in there and say Julia, something because I just think it'd be it. kind of fun to don't, mess with people. But I, no. I never see anybody even at the desk. Yeah, the, even just the bad karma of that. You, they, they're getting your fingerprints. Who knows what they're going to do with them? I mean, just don't even do it. All right. Promise. Sounds good. I promise. Capiche? All right. All right, listen, when we come back, uh, we have a special. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Special surprise for in studio. Jody Brisky is joining us. We'll be right back. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, we are delighted. We just were reading about her in the Star Tribune today. <laughs> Chris, here at uh, Jody Brisky is in studio with us, and you are starring uh, the History Theater, celebrating the holiday season with the triumphant return of Beyond the Rainbow Garland at Carnegie Hall, yeah. and you are playing Judy Garland. I get to play Judy Garland again, and I'm so happy to be. Uh, she's so special to me. This whole show is so special to me. It's like the universe said, we're going to give this to to Jody 15 years ago, and somehow I, I get to inhabit her again, and I'm Ugh. so happy. It brings me so much joy. That's Can't so cool. You. Well, this is, you know, it's it's the herstory theater. Right. Because yeah. the history theater is is highlighting powerful, amazing women in yeah. the arts. Mm-hmm. And we saw the Gloria Steinem show there recently, and now we're doing um Beyond the Rainbow Garland at Carnegie Hall. But it sounds like it's a little bit different that we have different ages of Judy Garland. Can you it tell is- us how it's different if People have seen it yeah, before. Yeah, the first one was um, just that there were two men and two women and myself. And it was, you know, it's based on her Carnegie Hall concert, which is, was the pinnacle of her career. And what, what year was this? That was 61. Okay. Uh, and uh, she she was in good form and mm-hmm. she did well. And they actually, they were afraid to record her in a studio. They didn't want to spend the money on it because they didn't know if she'd show up yeah right Mm -hmm. and so they they recorded it live and they got a great recording at one five grammy so anyway it's about the great uh her carnegie hall concert and she was known for singing songs that mean something to her and so you can tell the story of her life in her songs Mm -hmm. so randy beard who wrote the play uh designed it around the carnegie hall concert and i sing the concert and songs evoke a memory of something that happened in my life as Judy Garland. And then 
these actors would sort of ghostly figures would kind of come from the back of the stage and enact the memory I was having and I would react to it and then I'd go back and finish the song and so the memory that I'm I'm living actually makes me sing the song a little oh bit m- more it emotionally so that sounds so good it's really great and and so now we have and there was just one Nora Long played um the little Little girl Judy, yes, she played right? the teen Judy, the adult Judy. Well, now we have a little girl, Nicola Wall, who plays the little Judy. We have um, uh, Lillian Carlson, who plays teen Judy. Right. And she sings, Zing with the strings of my heart. You yeah. know, the song that she auditioned uh, uh, at uh, MGM. Oh, I didn't know I that didn't was her song. Louis B. Mayer, yeah, yeah. And her dad is in the hospital, and he's dying, and they won't let her go see him, and it's a big dramatic moment. And then, um, yeah, and then uh, Elena Glass plays the adult Judy. And in this production, so they're always sort of hovering around me, and we mm-hmm. interact in scenes, the the four Judys, so you always yeah. see me in different stages of my life. And uh, and they with Elena, they bring in... Um, I used to sing clang, clang, clang with the trolley, and now mm-hmm. uh, then I disappear, and they're on the set of Meet Me in St. Louis, which oh. is where she met Vincent uh, Minnelli. Oh. He okay, directed this... her. And they do the whole trolley song. Sure. From, you know, oh, so we, that's wonderful. a new thing. So that's how she met Vincent Minnelli, the, and they did the... Well, well, they brought him in to direct her in Meet Me in St. Louis. She didn't want to do the movie. Mm-hmm. And they brought her in and talked to her, and they fell in love during the movie, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. had Liza. Liza, that's right. So, yeah. And and uh, so that's that's a new thing. Nora now has moved into the role of the mother, Ethel Gum. And um, Kathy... That is her last name, isn't it? Yeah. Gum. Double baby M. gum, yeah, yeah. She was baby gum, and then she decided she was going to be called Judy Garland. And there's a, you learn how that all happens throughout the show too. Je- Georgie Jessel actually feels like he gave her the because he there's said there's a lot I yeah. don't know you about see, Judy the, Garland. What's so obviously. interesting because yeah. the movie Judy was out this year, you know, with Renee Zellweger. We read about yeah. it for a year before it came out, and Lori saw it, Donnie saw it, and so that's. Her story in 1969. Yeah, it's really just one, the last three months of, of her, her life. life. With some flashbacks. Right. Explaining how her she current is. behavior with what happened. So a little bit, but yeah. I So this I don't is really eight know. years earlier. Yeah, right. At Carnegie Hall. But then she, you, so you get, you get the concert. Mm-hmm. You get, uh, but you and get, then you also learn about her life from when she was baby gum on up through. How many songs? Oh, I don't know, 24, 25, 26, something like something that. And Jody, yeah. you said to us, you really have to work to sing your voice. Oh, the you vocal guys, co- it was 15 years ago when we originated this show. And then we did it again in, that was 2005, I think. Then we did it again in 2012. And I thought, well, that's going to be my last time. Well, then I did it in Michigan at a theater called Farmer's Alley Theater in Kalamazoo, Michigan, mm-hmm. which, great. But um, <laughs> great. Ron called me up. He said, how did it go? He called me up in January of this year. I said, I did it. And he yeah. said, want to do it again? And I was like, hurry up. You know, because. I've still got so, my voice. I've got why it. is Judy, why is it? I mean, of course, She's she has this amazing voice. Yeah. So. Why it's is a it? lot of belting and very emotional. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of songs. Yeah. to sing in a night and a lot of dancing and just performing and right. I love it though it's exhausting and exhilarating <laughs> at the same time so I started right after I got off the phone with him getting myself physically in shape I've been practicing Tai Chi and um, 
kind of helps to ground me a little right. bit, you know. And performing takes a lot out of you sing. live as much as you guys uh, do it. Yeah, I would so sing this through starts, the show every day until we got here. I got here. And that was one of the things, you know, that Renee Zellweger did say in interviews that the one thing that didn't make her, because she was at first, I can't sing Judy Garland, you know. But when they explained to her, when you listen, because she was not at the peak of her voice, she was able to sometimes a night would get hit a song or two. But by then, her body physically was ravaged from everything that she was doing, smoking, drinking, everything, not sleeping, not. You won't have to sing like Judy Garland, Carnegie Hall. Right. When she was. Right. So this show, I think people, I want to go to this. It sounds so good. Beyond the Rainbow, Garland at Carnegie Hall. With Jody Brisky and other amazing um, cast members, it starts on Saturday, November sixteenth, which is we just last opened. week. We last just week. Opened. last Saturday. Saturday yeah, to, and we read the reviews, which were great. Oh, and then you're going to be through Sunday, December second, and there twenty second, twenty second. Yeah, don't read. HistoryTheater.com for <laughs> Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays. Yeah. And, and then so, there are matinees on Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. we have a Thursday 10 o'clock. This week we have a Thursday 10 o'clock show. Oh, wonderful. And I, I believe the week of Thanksgiving we have a Tuesday 1 o'clock so that we can have Thanksgiving off. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. But you meet Bing Crosby and uh, Mickey Rooney and the, the Cowardly Lion and the Tin Man and... <laughs> And I all wanna, those, yeah. worry we have did to go. She, see. Did Judy Garland want to have a thing with Mickey Rooney and he just felt like she was his little sister? Do you, oh, do you know you that? Know, I don't I really don't, know. I just yeah. think they were good buddies. I think so too. Yeah, they he went was, through. He was such a ladies man, which seems well, hard yeah. to believe. It seems so hard to believe. They went through so much together. I mean, they started giving him the uppers and the downers back then to get him to go to sleep for four hours and wake up and get it back on the movie set. You know, yeah. the two of them kind of That's grew up true. together. That together and, yeah. As teenagers. But you know, they gave him the things they didn't know that it was going to be as addictive mm-hmm. at the time and she was given benzedrine to try and lose weight Ugh. and this downers to go to sleep and uppers to get it oh. well they seem shocking. to be working well on you Joey. <laughs> 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 this is exciting we were um just so thrilled to see you again because i feel like it, when jody's walking in i don't think we've seen you in like 15 years or something yeah, yeah. so congratulations Thanks. to you Thank and you. this sounds like a role of a lifetime and you're I good love, at I'm it so happy um it's um beyond the rainbow garland at Carnegie hall at the history theater Go to historytheater.com for tickets, and um, I'm assuming that uh, we pretty Do much I, have our choice of dates that we can go. There might no, be some I Saturday so. or I sun, believe the Sunday, with Sundays. The, some of the matinees are really starting to fill yeah, up. Yeah, I okay. believe it. All right, yep. so you got to move on it. Yeah. You know what? It's always fun to do this kind of a thing as this. a gift. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Like an experience. Exactly. Thank you, Jody. Thank you so much. Thank Good you. to see you. Congratulations. Thanks. All right, we'll be back, peeps.